Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. My name is Matt McSweeney, joined by Ty Capone here on this Post not uh, non MMA fight week, we did have a uh, boxing event. Tank Davis with a uh, just absolutely sent uh, uh, Mr. Rowley into orbit in the middle of the fifth round, fifth or sixth round, one of those two, I believe. Sixth. Sixth. Uh, I thought Tank was losing a lot of that fight, to be honest. Um, but when at the end of the day, when you can just knock a guy's uh, chin into next week, then it, it, I guess it doesn't really matter what you're losing or winning. You can just go out there and do that. But uh, how did you feel about the Tank Davis thing? How do you feel in general about the fights coming up this week? And how are you just feeling overall? I'm feeling pretty good. I thought I thought it was a pretty good fight. I mean, you know, I was close. To, I picked him the fourth-round knockout, or I think third. But he was just uh, low volume. Which is kind of what he does, but this was really low. I mean, he was only throwing like 14 punches around until uh, until like the fifth and sixth when he started picking it up, which is a little disappointing. But cash that inside the distance or cash that TKO uh, bet. Got that at minus 218, minus 245 also until it went to like minus 400. Uh, so, yeah, pretty, feeling pretty good. Uh, not a great card this week, but we got some boxing. Uh, we got, I think, what, 275 next week, right? And uh, also more boxing, so... Feeling pretty good. I'm feeling good as well. Uh, yeah, I, you, I didn't watch one uh, fight before the Tank Davis fight. Let me just say that, and uh, I, I don't know. I just he, I guess he he does well like monetarily, but he's just not a guy where I'm going to call all the boys. Like at least yet, he needs like a he needs some big some bigger name matchups for me to be like, all right, like get the boys together and let's get let's get some pizzas in here. And let's start yeah. getting after it. Uh, that he's just not that yet. I kind of just watched it on my phone, laying on my couch by myself. It was just kind of like a all right, like I'll tune in to see what's going on. But I don't know. He's just not 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 that box office yet. I will say, in my, in my opinion, do, right? I mean, they I, did do. Um, I think two hundred seventy-five. He did good numbers. That's what I'm really saying. Good. Like, yeah, like. But I think Ryan Garcia is probably next. Uh, that's the fight everybody wants to see and everybody talks about. I mean. Truthfully, I don't, I'm not a big Ryan Garcia fan, but I don't think um, Javante Davis is ready for you know Devin Haney or Cambosos or Lomachenko or Teofimo. I think they all beat him, uh, or at least I mean the, you know the chance he beats them are very high because of that that left hand. I mean he knocked out Roley going backwards. Yeah, like, that, that's that's insanely hard to do, even if you catch a guy and um, I mean you know he he got up, but he he could not continue for sure. No, no, yeah, those legs, they just absolutely gave out on them. Give them credit for trying to fight through it, but there's nothing you can do when, when your body's not going to respond to Getting, what what you got going on, man. It's, it's He got good. brutally trolled walking outside, walking out the arena, too. That was rough. Well, yeah, and I just don't get uh, the camera having to follow this guy stumbling oh, to, the, to the locker room. I, I mean... <laughs> you know what? Whatever. I I don't I don't get a lot of the boxing, and then and then Jim Gray's talking about. Let's not talk about guns here. It's like oh right, my like, god, that was so show, bad. Showtime is just shot out. Uh, it, That's just terrible. 
Yeah. Like, what are you doing, Jim Gray? Not not exactly. What, Classic what Jim Gray about. always trying to, you know, make it about himself. It's not nothing yeah. new there. But we do have UFC this weekend. We do have some boxing. I don't think we have any belt. I think Bellator is off for like two months or something, isn't that? Thank that? God. Yeah, you they know need, they need a reset. One championship fighting soon. No. Triller's about to uh, close out, close, shut down shop. You know they're not paying people still. Uh, real um, surprise there. Wow. wow, that's really shocking. <laughs> the fuck out yeah, of here. So, I mean, come on. These, you know, that Triller is an absolute clown show. I, 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 I couldn't be more <laughs> not surprised by that. Just watching Absolutely. that, I mean, that the, rubbish. The, their debut wasn't their debut. Mike, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones wasn't like their their, their inaugural that, event. Well, it definitely one of them ever to pay those guys. Yeah, who else fought on that? Jake Paul knocked out Nate Robinson. Right? Jake Paul was the big one, and I think him or his brother said they they it took a while for them to get paid, uh, or maybe that was no, that was that was, uh, that was a Floyd was Logan, right? Yeah, 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 that was Logan and Floyd. Yes, yeah, snooze. I I I made uh, I made my girlfriend at the time watch that. And she was just like, "Why the fuck are they hugging each other over and over?" I'm like, "You know what? You're you're not wrong. You're you're definitely not wrong about this because, uh, and, and, uh, and that's I love watching fights sometimes, like those freak show fights with people who like don't really watch them." And she actually knew what she was like watching at the time because I made her watch a million UFC fights by then. And she was just like, "Well, like, what is this?" I'm just like, "Hey, uh, you know." She's like, you said this guy was like supposed to be the best boxer ever. I'm like, he, well, he was, but I, I, he, yeah, not tonight. He doesn't look like it anymore. He's getting old, man. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, you know, yeah. And honestly, we were all just rooting for Logan to get his chin put into fucking orbit, and it just never happened. So just disappointment all around. But enough with the freak shows. Enough with all this nonsense. Let's get moving on to the fight card this weekend. Jarzinho, Biggie Boy, Rosenstrike. Struk, strike, struk, struk. I'll go with struk. Uh, fighting Alexander Volkov, uh, Drago, in the main event. Drago is a favorite, minus one sixty. I'm going with Jarzinho. All right. Um, I really wish it was the co-main event. I'd rather Evlo Evan Ige be the main event. Honestly, I just I'm over heavyweight main events, man. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, lot of, I mean, you know how we feel about the fat boys uh, laying on each other about, you know, 10 to 15 minutes into it. Although Volkov does not fight like a typical heavyweight. You guys are kind of more high volume-ish, but still not exactly the most uh, compelling, exciting fighter. No, I thought we were done with Rosenstreich after, uh, Yeah, I, you know, after the, uh, what was it, the Cyril Gon debacle, and then the Curtis Blades fight. I mean, just... You know, I mean, listen, when, when he first got in the UFC, I was big on him when he made his debut against uh, Junior Albini. I actually watched that fight from a hospital bed. My phone was on 3%, and I had um, Jarzino inside the distance, and in the second round, he knocked him out. Uh, fun fact. And then, you know, Alan Crowder, that nine-second knockout, he knocked out Arlovsky in, the, in like 30 seconds. That we haven't really seen many people do that, even today, still. Um, but, you know, he's, he's, he definitely peaked. Um, he's, he's not getting any younger. <clears throat> he can only do so much, you know, and Volkov, he's not young either. I actually think he actually is younger than Jarzino, but, um, other than the elites, man, I don't, I don't know who, who beats Volkov. I mean, what Aspinall, Gone, Blades, Derek Lewis, those are the only guys that have beaten him in the UFC. So, um, I, I got Volkov. I think he's going to submit him, maybe finish him on the ground. 
I don't trust Volkov to be able to get it to the ground. That's that's the only uh, thing I, I'm a little str- I'm struggling with because I feel like if if he anyone was going to take him to the ground and submit him, probably would have been Curtis Blades, and Blades still went to a decision with him, even though it was yeah. it was a three rounder and it was kind of close if I remember. I mean, it wasn't a dominant. It was like you know two to one I think if I remember that, that fight correctly. It wasn't exactly the most compelling matchup ever, but I don't know. I, I just don't. I, I, after seeing Volkov just get absolutely smacked, I, I, that's why I just can't get it out of my head, him getting smashed by Aspinall. And Rosa strikes no Aspinall, but, I, man, I, I don't know. This one's kind of just like a take the underdog in my mind. And I just like if, now you know what? I, now I'm going back and forth because now I can see Volkov being able to keep him on the outside because he's much bigger and longer than him. And just being able to kind of point his way through this fight before, 25 minutes is a long time. I'll go with Rosenstruck. I don't know if he finishes it inside the distance. So the, the plus 130 is enough. 140, 125. There's a lot, a lot of varied uh, lines here on the uh, on the different sports books. I, I'll just go to Jorginho, and I'll reluctantly keep my bet there. Bang. So, Dan Ige, Movistar Evolev. This is a good, like you said, you wanted this to be the main event. This is definitely a high quality uh, affair going on here. Fifteen and zero versus fifteen and five. Ige fifty k Ige. Uh, you know, known for knocking some people out. Uh, definitely got some heavy hands, but has uh, kind of fallen on some tough times recently. But not losing to bums. You know, Calvin Cater, Korean Zombie, Josh Emmett. A uh, quick knockout of Gavin Tucker. Split decision that he probably didn't win against Edson Barbosa. Uh, Mirsat Bekdik, and then you start getting a little, you know, a little shady down there. But Ivalev, I mean, he's probably in the top ten of undefeated prospects, right? Uh, uh, up and coming, at least I would say. Um, yeah, um, it, it's, I, I don't it's like his. Uh, seen him in a while, I, and I don't like his level of competition. I would say I, I did want to say that he was supposed to fight Taporia. Uh, earlier this year, which yeah. would have been awesome, but he's lucky uh, he avoided that. Yeah, see, I don't. I think this is like if I pick Evolev, it's not because I believe in his like great ability or whatnot. It's just kind of I don't know. I don't like this fight. I really, I really don't like the line. I don't like anything about it. If I want, I like, I would, I would bet Dan Ige. That's what I, what I would do, just because he's plus three hundred. That's a lot. That's a big number, but the big number leads you to believe that. Evolev's probably going to finish him, right? Like, that's usually what we say on here. If you're minus 400, you probably should finish the guy you're fighting. I think he just dominates him. He wins every round. On the ground, right? Just probably keeps taking him down. He's going he's gonna to take him down whenever he wants. I don't see how Ige stops it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, he was he was doing pretty much what he wanted to Nick Lentz. Uh, I, I can't see Dan Ige really stopping him on the ground, honestly. Um, but th- now it's standing up. I mean... You know, Dan Ige's got a huge advantage. I, I don't love Evloev. I don't like his hands, really. I mean, Hakeem Dawadu has given him the work before he was getting taken down. You know, so, like, um, he's got to watch that for sure. We've seen it We've seen it happen before. Like, remember Marab, Devalishvili, I had all kinds of money on him against uh, Marlon Marais. And then I just assumed he was going to take him down. They stood standing up, and he was getting – he was he was a zombie out there. Yeah. Um. And then eventually somehow just turn it around. So we'll see. I mean, Evelov can't play with fire, but I, I, I trust him to get the takedowns. I think it's just it's it's automatic <clears throat> as long as he doesn't just you know rush in there, an idiot. Yeah, you think he finishes him? 
No, no, I think he 30-27s him. I mean, I guess he could maybe get like a late sub. Um, but has Ige even been finished with the last time he was? Uh, the last time Dan Ige was finished. That's a great question. Uh, I don't know if he ever has been, to be fair. So. He has not been um, finished in his professional career. There we go. So, I don't, I, you know, it could happen. I mean, Evloev is fucking real good, man. But uh, I'm just going to go 30-27, easy victory. Yeah, honestly, I, if you're to me, I probably wouldn't bet this. It's not even uh, like I just because there's minus four hundred too much. Maybe you throw him in a parlay of some sort, but I just don't know. Maybe I don't. Yeah, like I don't know. Like that's I struggle with the par- like you said. Like you don't know if you're gonna fit. Like, but he could get a late sub, but he probably should thirty twenty seven him. Maybe like EA third round. I mean, what would that be? Plus two thousand. Probably but, something crazy like that. Yeah. So yeah, nothing. Nothing. Uh, I, can, I nothing concrete. I don't have anything like good. Yeah. Level of decision. I don't even know what that would be. Probably. Probably in, minus in the hundred. Yeah, probably <laughs> like in the nine, plus yeah, like two hundred area. It's probably not going to be like, like a I'm lot good. of juice, but. I'm good on that. I, I'll t- You know what? I, I'll take. I'll, I'll, let me let me check it out here. Let me just see what's. Evolve uh, inside the distance is plus three eighty. Wow! To win by you were right. To win by decisions minus two hundred. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could put it in a parlay, but I just don't even want to bother. No. So, yep. Uh, maybe don't bet this fight. How about that? There you there's go. 14 fights in this card. I mean, there, there's other things you can get. You can, yeah, you can take. Yeah. The, see, this is this is what you come here for the to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast for. Honestly, okay, we're not going to tell you just oh, just to bet it. You know, like, but yeah. we obviously are all we're both degen- degenerates. We love betting these fights, but can't lie to you. No, we're not going to see or lie to you. How about this one? Mike Trezano is a uh, one of my one of my go to bets all the time against Lucas Almeida. Let's see what the odds say here. We got plus one eighty five for Lucas Almeida, minus two twenty five for Trezano. I like Trezano even before. I, I usually just look at these and don't look at the odds because I don't want to be uh, swayed either way. I, I like Trezano here, but I don't know if I like that minus two hundred. I don't yeah, like. I, don't I mean, like I kind of uh, do though. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess so. Uh, now, two forty. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. I guess it's, I would stay away. Yeah, I, I like it a little lower. But honestly, I don't think Almeida is that bad. I mean, he, his only loss is to uh, that Daniel Zellhuber kid, Zellhuber kid um, from the Contender Series, who's making his debut against uh, Trey Ogden in September. Um, yeah, he's twenty. I think he's twenty two or twenty one. Uh, Golden Boy, the, the the Mexican kid. He's he has some real uh, real potential. Um, that's his only loss, and that was, that was you know, it was a kid's good. Um, I I just trust Trezano more. I mean, other than uh, you know Dawadu and Dawson, you know, who's even really who, you know put up a fight? Luis Pena when Luis Pena was pretty good. Uh, you know, Ludovic Klein, he's, he went through him easily, and Ludovic Klein's pretty nice. Yeah, so I, give me Trezano. Trezano's good. Uh, I definitely I, I like. I just. I don't know. I just like the way he fights. I, I, it's kind of just constant forward pressure, but he doesn't throw. Sometimes he like puts pressure on you, but without throwing, which I don't like. It just kind of he doesn't have a uh, good finishing ability. Yes, I, I, more, that's I a need good, more of that. That's a good way to say it. So, yeah, he's definitely a parlay piece. Not no props here for me. All right, now moving on to the next one. We got the illustrious and well, highly respected in the MMA community, Pauliana Botello. What was her nickname again? She doesn't have one. Oh, no. That's not Probably good. Not, yeah. She doesn't need one. Fighting Kareen Killer Silva. 
We got minus 125 for Silva, plus 105 for Botello. Who do you got? Um, he, uh, I think I got, I think I, I think I uh, got Killer Silva. Um, I mean, I don't really know, you know, who she's beaten. I mean, uh, that Yan girl in the contender series wasn't really good. I mean, she hasn't even fought since then. And even that, that chick was fighting a bunch of 0 and 0 and 0 and 5. Fighters. Never like, a good sign. Never, never yeah. a good sign at all. I mean, the chick was twenty and three, but you know, pretty sad twenty and three. So, I mean, she. The thing about her is though, she, she, like her nickname says, she likes to get finishes. Uh, she has a bunch of um, submissions on her record. I don't know, man. I just, Batella's not really that good. Like, I mean, she came in the UFC. She had a couple wins, but you know, against Pearl Gonzalez and Siri Kondo. But I mean, not beating Luana Carolina. It's kind of, she just fades in like every fight. She has no cardio. I don't, you know, I don't love her stand up. Um, I think Karina Silva's, you know, I think it's more about trusting, not trusting uh, Botello. Uh, we'll see what we'll see what Karina Silva has though. I mean, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't bet on it, but she might. I wouldn't be surprised if she came out here and looked like a minus four hundred favorite and just smoked Botello. That would be yeah. That, that I'm firing. I just want to let everyone know that ahead of time. <laughs> I, I'm firing big time. I wonder, I mean, she could probably have her, she, I mean, it seems like she gets a lot of finishes inside the distance. It's probably like, yeah, it's plus 275 for Silva. Like, I mean, that's not bad at all. I look, know, last three, you know, guillotine, armbar, heel hook. So it's all I'm over the like, place. I, I know it's a little difficult. It's a, it's a huge step up, but Patello fades deep. Like, I, I guess Kareem Silva round three plus 1100. Yeah, it's not even that high, but. Still. And I sit here and look at this, and, and Botello only has not what twelve professional fights. So yeah, it's not something where I'm going to be like, oh my god. And she's like, not, not exactly young. She's she's in her she's in her thirties and, and hasn't you know hasn't fought in a year. I don't know. I just I'm going I'm going Sylvan. Like you said, it's not exactly a wow. Like I think Silva's skills are unbelievable. More about the fact yeah. that we just don't trust Pollyanna. So let's not waste too much time on that front. Let's keep it moving. Odie Osborne, one of your boys, getting in the octagon, the Jamaican sensation, coming off of a win against CJ Vergara uh, and a loss to Manel Cop, which we all remember. He was looking good, though. He was winning that round. Fighting the Lion, Zaruka Adashayev. Out of chef. Out of chef. All right, I was there. I was almost there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like the fact that this man's four and three, and, and his <laughs> and his only UFC win is against Ryan Benoit. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. not good, right? Am I am I uh, am I crazy for thinking that? I, tight losses to Tyson Nam. I'm not even gonna assume a jury or something like that. Something something, yeah. something along Perfect. those lines, but. Odie Osborne, the odds will tell you, is not that big of a favorite. Minus one ninety to a plus one sixty out of Chev. There you go. I'm going Odie Osborne. I'm 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 going heavy. Uh, I got Odie Osborne. I think he. The problem is, I think Adashev is a little. He. I don't think he's good, but I don't think he's that bad. Um, I, Osborne's just kind of stupid, man. He like. You know the the, the Manel caught flying knee. I mean, you know, I guess it came out of nowhere. Shit happens. Can't really fall for that. Yeah. But you know, he threw him. He threw his neck right into Brian Keller and got guillotined in a stupid, stupid way. He got he got knee barred uh, one time in like ten seconds, seconds or some yeah, shit. Twenty four seconds. Go. 
he, he's very he's very dumb sometimes sometimes he, he's just a little reckless um he's he's skilled but he also just uh i don't know not very trying trustworthy to trying to compare him to somebody but i can't I can't really find a perfect next a perfect guy but um I, i'm taking him uh, you know his winner he looked he looked a lot improved uh in his win against cj Vergara. cj Vergara is not bad um he just beat Clayton and Clayton Rodriguez. Even though I, I didn't think he won that. Clayton and uh, Rodriguez uh, is is very good. So, yeah, give me Ode Osborne, the Jamaican sensation. Not to be confused with Clayton Abreu, who is That's, the son of Bobby name. Abreu. No, <laughs> just kidding, it's not true. But yeah. no, yeah, it's just this is just a. I'm not I'm not betting you if you're four and three. It's just not yeah, not happening, especially if you're on the UFC. If you're on the main card, it says on here, which I don't know if he actually is. Yeah, give me Odie Osborne. Here's another one where I am just going to fade the shit out of this guy. Alonzo yeah. Menafield versus Askar Muzarov, who had a different name, who's cha- like, who has allegedly been accused of changing his name and trying to wipe uh, losses off of his record. Who was claiming to be what was the record exactly? Twenty five and seven or something like that. Twenty something. The Ukrainian McGregor is what they call him, or is what he says they call him. I don't know who. No calls one him calls that. him that. Yeah, I, who the fuck calls him that? I, he might. I mean, he might. Yeah, but I. I mean, I definitely don't. So uh, <laughs> he's coming off of I mean, a look. big win in bare knuckle boxing against Victor Jones in eight seconds. So. Before that, dude, uh, when he beat that guy Evgeny Golub, he has uh, lost to a guy who's three and two, <laughs> fourteen and ten, um, two and one. He has some. He has some losses. Yeah, these are not good. So, yep, I am going to fade the shit out of him inside the distance more than likely. I think he gets. I don't subbed. understand how he got signed. Yeah, I honestly, I think he gets. Like, subbed. who does he know? Somebody. Seriously. He's, well, he's, I mean, he is the Ukraine. What is he? Ukrainian McGregor or something the like that? Ukrainian McGregor. He beat Czech Cone, not Czech Congo, but Czech Cone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, truly, this is truly confusing. Like, look at all the all the places before this, and then he's just in the UFC against Alonzo Menafield. Like, Alonzo Menafield, <clears throat> you know, he might have just lost to William Knight, and he might have, you know, somehow let Ed Herman survive, but. You know, it's it's not like he's some bomb. I mean, he beat Paul Craig before he he beat that dude Vinicius Moreira when that guy was supposed to be like big prospect. Knocked them both out in the first round. Um, you know, OSP knocked him out, but he, I think he had OSP hurt. I thought at one point in that fight. Um, you know, since then he's fallen off a little bit. But I, I mean, how doesn't he just kill this dude? All he has to do, literally, all he has to do is take him down and probably like punch him once, and he's, the dude's dead. Like seriously, I I can't imagine this guy has much give. You know, like he's twenty seven. He's been finished twelve times, <laughs> yeah. probably more. It's a lot you know, of mileage on that chin, dude. He's twenty seven. Like if you look at his picture, you know he's tatted up his neck. He's jacked up. He calls himself the Ukrainian McGregor. He's only twenty seven. He has a bunch of you know. If you watch, I don't know if you've ever watched any of his, his uh, fights or highlights. I've tried to watch something. He is just wild. Like he just swings. So all he does. One time he was like in a. I think he was like boxing, and his hand was outside of the ropes, and he was swinging it. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. Uh, Alonzo Menafield should just fucking kill this dude. Like, so this guy, No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's just he has like 32 fights, and he's been in the second round twice. I mean, come on. That's crazy. 
but inside the distance is minus one ninety. I like, I like the submission plus four fifty, man. I, I feel like the, maybe know. a club and stuff. He's probably honestly, dude. If he ever gets hit or hurt, he's probably just gonna throw his fucking. You know, his, he's gonna be there to just be submitted. <laughs> it's not like he isn't. Like I said, he, you know, you just blow on him, he's gonna fall, and then if you like put your put your arm around, him, he's gonna tap like. That's kind of why I just like you just labeled how why I would like to take the inside the distance just because this guy has just bet uh, apparently every time he gets touched he just goes to sleep, so <laughs> and I mean he looks ridiculous he 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 looks like a fucking just like I don't even know he looks like such a poser even though I know he's not this guy's six three two oh five absolutely Listen, yoked up tatted up looks like a fucking savage. But, you know, he's just getting knocked out all the time. Bulldog choked. It seems like he finds in interesting ways to lose. Rear naked, <laughs> retirement, guillotine, guillotine, arm bar, elbows, uh, guillotine, arm bar, knee bar. So, like, it, it, he's been subbed. And it's more <laughs> of, you know, I mean, and uh, what's it called? Uh, Benefield has a, a Von Flew choke on his record. Remember he Von Flewed, uh, uh that fucking water buffalo? What's his nickname? <laughs> Uh, he, he, I think that's it, right? Fabio Charant. Fabio yes. the water buffalo. Yeah, the water he buffalo. Has, um, <laughs> Interesting name. He has, a, um, he has a couple submissions, too, I think, early in his career. I think he has a rear naked choke. He yeah, so good. it's like definitely possible. I, I would rather you just take the inside the distance and probably parlay it with something, but if you're really feeling freaky, I that submission plus 450, I just feel like Morozov's going to be there to be subbed. Yeah, I mean, this guy's, you know, good night. Good night, buddy. Good fucking night. And I also want to say while we're here, we have UFC for the next 10 straight weekends. So we are going to have card after card after card after card through the whole summer to sit here and talk about here on the Shoulder Strikes MMA. Also, the boxing is lighting up too, man. We have, it's constant. Hey, and everyone's favorite, uh, Demetrius Johnson's fight and Adriana Marais again. And one championship. I know everyone on here Rest loves piss, Mighty Mouse. Loves one He's championship. Going to fucking sleep again, man. <laughs> that guy's a <laughs> fucking bad. savage, dude. Adrian Morales is scary. Yeah, well, he's on juice. But all right, so Felice Herrig and Carolina Kovalevich. Carolina Kovalevich, who I thought was Dunzo, uh, yeah. is getting back in there somehow. Coming off of five straight losses. To Andrade, Waterson, Grasso, Jan, and Jessica Penne, which is the worst of the bunch. She was only finished twice, though. Let me let me just say twice. that. Before that, she's been finished by Claudia Gedalia, which that's uh, not good. But she also fought for the title, which is nuts as well. So she's fighting Felice Herrick. She almost won the title. She almost did win the title. Well, I mean, not really, but. You know, it depends on how you look at it. So, uh, minus 115, minus 105. That kind of goes to show you what they think of Felice Herrick. They think she's a bum, the little bulldog. <laughs> I, I mean, that's she's coming well, off three straight losses. She hasn't fought since 2020. This fight has no business being on this card. To be fair, the last time they fought, she lost to Carolina, and she hasn't won since. So, uh, you know, she's not – she doesn't have much momentum coming in this fight. <laughs> um, oh, Carolina, Carolina, I swear to God, has been retired for like seven years. It seems like, but I guess she's she's back. She fights every year and she loses. Um, <laughs> neither woman has has won since their fight. Uh, the, 
I don't know, man. I, Felice Herrick's kind of fucking jacked, so. Um, Do not bet this fight. <laughs> I'm taking whoever the underdog is. I'm going with my girl, who I met partially, Carolina Kovalkiewicz. I think I might bet Carolina Kovalkiewicz as well. As crazy as that sounds, I mean, I, she's cooked, but so so is Felice Herrick. So this is a great yeah. this is great matchmaking by the UFC to get two yeah. <laughs> to, to get two just baked potatoes in there to just a rematch get, four years in the making. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, and you know, a lot of people were clamoring for this online. There was, uh, <laughs> I believe, it's the 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 feature prelim, which is which is uh, that's something. Oh man, the winner. Did you? I don't know if you heard this. The winner gets to fight Jody Escabel. <laughs> All right. Jody Escabel has to go through me first. I don't know if you heard of that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Good for her. Um. <laughs> yeah. Jo- Jody's coming off of uh, a loss to Liz Tracy in Invicta FC. So split decision. That was a close one. She lost to Hannah Cyphers as well. So Hannah Cyphers. Hannah Cyphers still champion. with the UFC, which is unbelievable. <laughs> Um, I, I like to check out her record every once in a while just to see what's going on with the Shockwave. The Shockwave has a fight lined up with Melissa Martinez. I don't like the wow. way the UFC just feeds <laughs> Hannah Cyphers to like their up and coming just as savages, dude. Is that what Melissa Martinez is? Sounds like a an Melissa Martinez is seven and zero, super melly, yeah. and, and super she melly. she's coming off of. Uh, you know, uh, like she has, I guess that's a split decision and knee to the head and punches, body kick and punches. Just seems like she's kind of getting set up here to get uh, <laughs> fucking just brutalized. But hopefully, Hannah Cyphers has also been finished four fights in a row. She's yeah. been rear naked choked twice, knee barred once, and ground and pounded by Angela Hill. So. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Let's let's get let's keep it moving though. We wasted enough time pushing, dude. on uh, we're swimming around here. So here's one that's close to the heart, ladies and gentlemen. Has its own Joe Selecki fighting uh, fighting Alex De Silva, one fifty five bout here. Who do you have here? Like I said, one fifty five bout Joe Selecki, Alex De Silva. We got minus one sixty five for Joe Selecki, plus one forty five for Alex De Silva. Always looking for the submission when uh, Joe Selecki is in there, and we like we like looking at the odds to see what the number is. Plus three hundred for Joe Selecki. Alex De Silva is not exactly an easy sub either, from from the looks of his record. Well, what what do you think here? Alex De Silva is making his no, it's not his UFC debut. Oh my God, he actually has a couple of. Uh, I forgot he fought Brian Vertel, but. Uh, right, he beat, he actually beat Kazula Vargas, who hasn't uh, apparently, and uh, Alexander Yakulayev. Yeah, okay. I I have this guy mixed up with someone else. This is not good. My my research my research was flawed here. My research was flawed. This research has let him down. Did you? This, oh, this is Leko De Silva. He, uh, I think honestly, man, I think he could beat Selecki. I mean, he is the better stand up. I I don't think Selecki has great cardio i don't think he's you know he doesn't finish doesn't have a high finish rate i don't think he's really good on the feet honestly i, I like his, his his jiu-jitsu a lot um i just i don't know how good his stand-up really is gonna be. i mean he lost to jared gordon that was it was a close fight that was concerning but, though I, I, let me just say um, that fight where he just completely gassed out in the second and third yeah, round i i didn't love that i also i was just not i just really did not love that at all i mean um you know DeSilva's was young I mean, Brad, Brad Riddell fight was really close, and Brad Riddell's tough, man. 
you know, and I don't know if that was in Australia or not, but he probably wasn't getting that decision no matter what. Um, I don't know if it's like he's going to be able to take him down really, or, you know, or, or get a submission win over him. I mean, he has most of his wins are by submission. I think, um, not sure really about his uh, level of opposition, but I like him, and I think he's pretty good. You know, he looked good against Yakovlev before he got uh, guillotined. He kind of just – was kind of just a bad bad decision on his part. But um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go to Silva. I think he's going to – I think he's going to hurt him on the feet and um, maybe get get a finish somehow. I'm going Selecki submission here. I, I think he finds wow. a way to get it done. He's taken a good amount of time off to probably rectify the problems that he could see in his game. I think the hands will be more crisp. It'll be it'll open himself up more to getting this thing to the ground. They they had the Jared Gordon as a split decision. I don't really know how, but probably it was an easy first round for Selecki, and then I think that second round probably could have been given to him maybe because he could look good for the beginning portion of it, if I remember correctly, and then... It was all Jared Gordon. About it was kind of like one of those things where, like, halfway through the fight, it switched, and it's just like, where do you give that second round? Like, how do you do, like deviate that yeah. second round up? I think Selecki gets back into his uh, into his winning ways, uh, or per se, and I think we get a win here for the old Hassett's uh, Jiu-Jitsu family. And give me Joe Selecki. Let me go one. Damon Jackson, here's another uh, favorite of the podcast. This is a good fight. Damon Jackson and Daniel Argetta getting in there and fighting. I'd like to look at the odds here. I wish they would come up a little bit more quickly, but this is a crazy, crazy favorite. Biggest favorite on the card, he's, it looks like. Yeah, he's a big fan. Minus 675, minus 700 for Damon Jackson. Daniel Argetta, who's 8-0, plus 450. Yeah, are these odds right? I mean, I think so. I believe so. Yes. Um, yeah, I think Jackson runs through. I mean, Argetta, I think, can win some fights in the UFC, but uh, his stand-ups is really bad. This is a brutal uh, first fight here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his stand-ups, his stand-ups, rough, man. I mean, you know, he has he has some arm bars and and whatnots on his uh, on his resume, but you know, he lost to Turkios on the Ultimate Fighter. I, I don't. I think Ricky Turkios is a bum. Whoa, whoa! All right, think, come on, I dude. Yo, Ricky Turkios is a bum, but you know, I mean, he almost lost to Brady Highstand. Brady Highstand's a scrub. He got, dude, he got knocked out by Mana Martinez. Boston Salmon gave him the work. I mean, come on. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> but listen, you leave Mister yeah, Salmon listen, uh, out of this, dude. That that Shalinian that that. Ludovic Shalinian, dude. I mean, he beat him, but, you know. That guy. He, he actually just stood in front of him and ate punches. I watched that fight. I remember that. <clears throat> yeah, Ricky Turkio stinks. Anyway, Damon Jackson's. I mean, that's a tough. <laughs> you know, that, he, you know, he just ran through Camuela Kirk. He ran through Charles Rosa. I mean, he, he put up a decent fight against Elite Taporia. Uh, I mean, beat Mirsad Bektic. <clears throat> fought that Kabbalah of a guy. He's, he's fought a bunch of dudes. He fought Kevin Aguilar back in the LFA. Remember Charles Cheeks, your boy? He, he fought Charles Cheeks at LFA's first event. Charles Cheeks. We love him on this podcast. Not to be confused with Cheeks. John Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> Who we also love. 
And there's another guy who we we tried to be a fan of who we cannot name. I almost just said his name here on the podcast. And it it, it, it message shall not be named. Message me individually if you would like to hear more about this guy who we may bring up one day on the podcast. But uh, he's no longer with us on Earth. But yeah, if, you, yeah. if we give us a couple hundred sub- subscribers, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll maybe we'll maybe we'll do a whole breakdown of his career. We actually could do a podcast breaking his whole career down and watching his fights yeah. if we want. We can to. definitely bring up some film. Well, maybe not. No. Oh no. No, no, not that kind of film, dude. All right, all right. Uh people have no idea what we're talking about. But <laughs> Damon Jack I I what do you think Damon Damon Jackson, what do you what do you think? You think he subs him? Yeah, he, I mean, he could knock him out with his hands. This dude has no hands together. I mean, he's, listen, I think he I, I think he can win some fights in the UFC, honestly. He he has a really good ground game, but, you know, Damon Jackson, he is really the way he passes guys on the ground, the way he traps them. He's he's really really good to watch, man. He's honestly, I think one of the more underrated fighters in the UFC. Um, this, I mean, for, to make your UFC debut against him, going from a split decision win against Diego Silva, um, who I don't know, you know, I mean, his his best win is Andre Sukmatov. You know, oh like, boy, give me a break. Yeah, give me a break. You know, um, give me Damon Jackson. I I, I don't know. First round something. Inside the distance is minus one fifty. So what I did, I parlayed That seems like uh, a gift. I parlayed Alonzo Menafield inside the distance with Damon Jackson inside the distance. Uh like minus one seventy each. I also I'm kind of a sick sick fuck. I also put Devin Haney money line on that, so it's a three legger. Uh so don't, yeah. Not rooting for George Cambosis this weekend, ladies it's not and happening. gentlemen. I I was bored and I'm like, how can I add some He beat Devin Haney? He beat Tia Female, right? Is that, that that's yeah right? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the but, one where we were like, "What the fuck?" Like, not yeah, TFM stinks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Somehow, that, that's what I don't know how. I don't know how that happened. Devin Haney's. We'll, t- we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Then this is your favorite fighter uh, that we're about to talk about, uh, Benoit Saint Denis. Saint Denis. He's a Fre- to, French gentleman. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two. Fighting Nicholas to, uh, Stoltz. 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 God of War, the dude. Green what? Mask, dude. <laughs> That's a terrible nickname. Hey, I, where I don't the even fuck, know what that means. Seriously, though, where the fuck do these guys get these nicknames from? <laughs> I don't know. There has to be a background. He got knocked out in one minute by Jared Go- Gooden, dude. Jared Flash no, Gooden. Used. Night no, Train? It's oh, it's Night Train. Oh, yeah, there we go. Come on, dude. Night Train. I, how could I forget? My bad. One's white. That's Gooden. Or Gordon. Fuck. Gordon. Oh wow! See, no, I forgot Gordon about yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. See, they, on, these names. We're talking about one letter here. All right, we're talking about one letter, <laughs> and, and one guy's white, one guy's black. So that that is a big difference. But and neither of them are that good. So I neither of them are that good. So yeah, that, that, that's a problem. Jared Gooden's coming off of a win against Curtis Millinder at XMMA Four Black wow. Magic in, in April, and uh, he beat Aaron Highball at, at Icon FC One. So. Wow, you know, you never know. You never know, truly. <laughs> All right, and sorry, enough's enough. I, we need to stop fucking around here. We we need to get we need to give the people some fucking picks here. I don't like either. I don't like either one of these guys, but I'm betting Saint Denis because he took a fucking beating in his last fight, and he refused was, to go. That down. was rough, dude. That referee is that should have been nobody stopped. Has heard from him since. Yeah, well, I, I mean, <laughs> he got it, fired mid mid mid. They fired a mid card and it cost us money. Like that, that was the most annoying <laughs> shit in the world because we all, me and you, fight. We were like, yo, the, this is a fucking inside the distance, like Lock City, 
and it was because the guy was doing the chicken dance in the middle of the octagon for like three minutes of the fight, and, and no, nah, nothing. This dude, Zaleski Dos Santos, is unloading bombs on his face, and, and nothing's happening. The ref's just standing there like, fight back! It's like, dude, he's not fighting back. Call the fucking fight. What, what are we doing here? And There you go. Uh, that shit. I, see, now uh, I'm triggered again. Uh, that shit fact. pissed me off. Fun fact. Nicholas Stolze was Conor McGregor's sparring partner for uh, the Jose Aldo fight and both Nate, Diaz, both Nate Diaz fights. And it is reported that he knocked McGregor out seven times. So take that for what it's worth. Um... His, his nickname is Green Mask because he got a KO in the in his first fight, and he needed his coach said he needed uh, to attract tension on his way to the ring, so he wore a green mask, and then he got a knockout, so he just stuck with it. So just for that reason, I will Saint be picking. <laughs> for that, I will be picking Benoit Saint Denis by submission. <laughs> by submission. The God of War. <laughs> the God of War by uh, some kind of choke. <laughs> Dude, as soon as you started reading that, I knew you were going to fucking just say that. Like, yo, nah, we're, we're not doing that. Like, fuck your green mask, buddy. We're, go- we're going Benoit Saint Denis. And we He's are going to find a green mask. He's going to need more than a green mask. I mean, listen, the guy lost the Ramazan Amiv. Lost to dude, not too long ago he lost to a guy who was eleven and twelve. He lost to Terry Brazier. Oh, that bum from fucking um, London. Oh my god, from Bellator he got lost to Sornbach and Eve <laughs> Eve Landu. He's terrible. Oh my god, they tried hyping him up, hyping him up in Bellator. He's awful, and this dude lost to him. Stolze, Christian Draxler. He helped McGregor train for these fights. And then he lost to Terry Brazier and Chris Stringer. Oh, my God. Terry the ben Dominator Brazier? Yeah, he's bum. They tried to hype him up for whatever reason. See, because he beat, Reese, he beat Reese McKee on the regional scene. <laughs> he just fought recently. Yeah, and he got flying need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, who? Oh, wait, are you talking about Reese McKee? Yeah, no, no. no. He won. Reese McKee did win, actually. He got back in the he got back in the winning column after getting fighting, smashed by Hamza. He's, he's fighting this week or this month against Justin Berlinson back in Cage Warriors. So we'll see. Root for you, Reese. Root for you, Reese. <laughs> so good luck to Reese McKee getting back in yeah. there. You know who else is getting back in there? Johnny Munoz Jr. against Tony Gravely here. Uh, Tony Gravely is a guy who seems to take coins right out of our pocket on a consistent basis on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> what uh, what do you like here? Gravely's only a minus one forty favorite, which is a little interesting due to the fact that Munoz doesn't really exactly have a illustrious record behind him, eleven and one. But Tony Gravely has thirty professional fights under his belt. What do you like here? They, bo- they both lost the name Anis, you know, so you got that going for him. Um, Gravely. I don't know how he lost to Nate Manis. Oh, my. I don't know if you remember that fight. I do not. Nate Manis was like a dead, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you would refer to him. Uh, yes, a I do. dead actually. zombie. Yes. Maybe the walking dead extra, if you will. Um, which I believe that show is still on. Which is Somehow it some, is. I don't know. You know, death, taxes, and uh, another season of The Walking Dead. It, it, seriously. But... 
he was, and then he came back and uh, I think he finished Tony Gravely in the second round. Uh, he can't, he knocked, he, um, he knocked him out of the counter. Um, crazy fight. Since then, he, he beats Simon Oliveira. Yeah. Before that, he beat Anthony Burchak, but the, you know, Anthony Burchak. No, we are not. <laughs> we don't. We don't even count that. That that El Toro has lost like seventeen kind of different fights in a row: grappling, bare knuckle, street fight, gas station fight. Um, and before that, you know, Geraldo de Fritas, he almost lost that fight. And that dude, I don't know what he's doing these days. He's he's in Chuto, Brazil, beating up on three one and two guys. So that's cool. Um, he he did beat Draco. Big young, Draco, young Draco, young Draco. Be uh, Chris Moutinho too. Not many guys have finished Chris Moutinho. Just um, yeah, know. just Guido. <laughs> Guido, sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> I got Tony Gravely here. Um, what did I have? I don't I like this fight at all, though, man. <laughs> I, I got Tony Gravely. Um, what are the odds on it? Let's see. Uh, Gravely Yeah, it's close. Yeah, uh, I got, I got, I got the grave man. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Uh, if you make me pick, I, I here's the thing. I just want to say this ahead of time before I make this selection that I'm go- probably going to pick gravely, and he's going to get either submitted or knocked out because I, I decided to bet him. But if I tell you Munoz. He will fight the most technically sound and perfect fight, and he will win a decision. So, I don't think that's how, that's possible, to be honest. What? I don't even know what his nickname is. Who? Kid Kavenbo? Kid Kavenbo. What does that mean? Yeah, that's – what are you talking Kid about? Venmo? Kid Kavenbo? Kid Kavenbo, please, dude. Kid, Kid, Kid Crypto, dude. That's probably what he's going to change yeah. it to uh, halfway through the yeah. fight to make some more money. Jamie Sim- uh, Jamie Simmons is not exactly a right home about uh, the Afro Samurai. Yeah, that's not. Oh man, uh, who got who got, got put in the orbit by Kikuchikatsu, like dude? I remember that <laughs> he got knocked out LFA in like twelve seconds by fucking uh, Jake Childers. Jake, Jake, yeah, Jake Saunders from down the street. Yeah, um, dude, local mechanic. His nickname is the Working Man. Literally. Yeah, well, he, um, he's been worked over a few times. It looks like. <laughs> yeah. See why are we? See, this is the part of the podcast where we start getting so disrespectful. Uh, this is this guy. These guys don't need this, you know. But no, they kind of do. They kind of do. Um, and, you know, Tony Gravely submission. Tony Gravely uh, submission. Let's see what that line is. Let's Plus check. eleven hundred. Really? <laughs> yeah, probably because it's not happening. But uh, <laughs> give me Tony Gravely. I don't know something. Man, I don't. There's not much. There's not much you can I don't, predict. Don't here bet this fight. How about that? Fight. Don't bet this after fight. He lost, after that Nate Manis loss, truly uh, anything could happen with this Give guy. me Johnny Munoz. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't like Switch. Tony Gravely. Yeah, there you go. I don't like the way he fights, and I'm pretty sure like he's he from Boston, isn't he? He's from like the Massachusetts Boston? area. I fade all right. Massachusetts guys. <laughs> he's from Virginia, so I have no idea what I'm talking yeah, about. Not even... <laughs> Fights out, of, fights, out, fights out of Coconut Creek, Florida. So there you go. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, still fading him. Yeah, you have to at this point. Yeah, I, I you know, what? I, I just, I, I'm going to go down with the ship here at this point, and I don't bet. Actually, don't bet the fight, but I'm picking Johnny Munoz. How about that, Jeff yeah, Molina? Jeff Molina is a uh, kind of a El Jefe. I don't know what to call him. I mean, I know he's a prospect, but he's just not like a. 
I, I, I don't know. What would you call him? <laughs> I got nothing. Dude. Uh, he's just, he's just I, a guy, I, right? No, he's, 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 I think he's just another guy. He, listen, he's 24. He's super young. Um, I think he's, I think he's pretty good. I don't know. I don't understand like the, the, the hype around him to be like the next big thing. I guess that's probably uh, really at one twenty five. I mean, listen, I think he's, he's nice. And I mean, he, he finished Daniel De Silva, but that dude's not that good. And, you know, went to war with the Mongolian murderer. He, <laughs> uh, you know, Jacob Silva, that contender series fight, he fights with his hands. He gets hit a lot. I mean, he can do, his hands are pretty good. He has some good offense, but he, he gets hit easily. He doesn't have good cardio. I think uh, Zumagulov is pretty good, honestly. Zako, uh, the, the Kazakhstani, he fought well with Manel Kopp, and then he lost. I mean, you know, Manel Kopp has crazy power. Um, that standing 18 he had over Jerome Rivera was sick uh, on that Poirier-McGregor uh, uh, card. It is Jerome Rivera, though. Yeah, it is. That It was. Uh, you know, I thought he was actually – I thought he fought a lot closer than the scorecards indicated against Holly and Paiva. Um the Abazi fight, you know, wasn't his best, but Abazi's pretty good. I, he just doesn't fight that much. I know he's fighting Tim Elliott uh, at the end of the month. He's fighting Tim, Tim Elliott on the same day Reese McKee is fighting. That's wow. Huge, huge, huge card. I mean, we're going to be firing on all cylinders on the 25th of June. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and, you know, Abazi hasn't really fought much, but I think he's pretty good. I, I, I truly, I think uh, Zuma Gulov at plus 150 is the, 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 the player. I'm going Jeff I think, stop, I think he could stop him late, too, honestly. I I, I think he's going to be able to hit, hit Jeff Molina. I think he's going to hit him a lot. And if it goes to the ground, I think he's got the advantage there, too. Give me Jeff Molina to keep it standing and probably win a decision. There you go. Give me his Algosh. Andres Michalaitis, who's coming off of uh, getting hit in the face with a sledgehammer knee from Alex Pereira, is fighting a man <laughs> whose name I am not even going to attempt to go at. Renat... Fuck that, dude. Fuck that Dinov, dude. I mean, that's a name. Fuck the Gladiator, who is yeah, 20 and nickname. 2, and is coming in and making his UFC debut, coming off of a yeah. huge win against Eric Spicely at UAE <laughs> Warriors 15 and EFC 32. So I guess it was two events was, in the same thing. That's, a, that's the first time I've seen that one. Uh, so yeah, there, there, there's it's that. Two events in one. Yeah, listen, it was, it was. I remember that card. It was, uh, it was in Abu Dhabi, Moscow, Russia. This is where this man's from. So I assume this man likes to take it to the ground and, and get after it. Michaelitis, um, he, he beat the fuck out of Eric Spicer. I know that. Michaelitis is not uh, opposed to going to the ground either. From some of his fights, uh, what I base all of my Michaelitis hate or just my thoughts on him is just. How he couldn't take KB Bueller down and, and like re- really like finish him, you know? Because KB Bueller is one of the worst UFC fighters I- I've seen in the octagon in some time. Now he's gotten after it since he got out. This he left the UFC three three and one since he left the UFC. Yeah, dude, don't count him out. Yeah, I mean maybe Strahinia Gavrilovich. Yeah, I mean Brant Dewsbury is also a nice, was a nice head kick. Yeah, but you know. Uh, I'm not exactly, uh, you know, writing home about that one. Yeah, neither. Um, give me, give me Renat. Yeah, Rotinov, I believe. Minus two sixty. Uh, that, that's just a parlay piece. He hasn't lost in in God knows how long, which kind of scares me because 
Um, I have seen highlights of him. He is pretty fucking good. Um, I mean, that usually means he was fighting Russian oligarchs probably the whole time. He was, but he might be also a Russian oligarch himself. Um, (laughs) He'd be, you know, I mean, he has a couple of zero and zero guys he's beating up on, which I don't know how to feel about this, that, you know. Um. (laughs) I never understand, though. These guys have, like, amateur fights. Like, he had an amateur fight four years ago, and his professional career started in 2013. Like, these guys just... Enter these tournaments and just like fucking start killing people in the middle. Like, it doesn't really make it doesn't really make sense. I don't get it. It's really Russia though. I guess you know we have to start stop looking into it like that. It's Russia, so their, their pro career starts in 2013 and their amateur career ends in 2018. I, I don't know if, how how do they overlap. I don't know, but <laughs> so I, I got I got Renat not I mean, Mikolaitis gets hit a lot. He's slow. He doesn't have good stand up. I mean, he, he wrestles, but he kind of just, like, slow and plotting and just, like, lays on you. doesn't really pass you. I mean, he got he got smoked by Modestus Bukaskis. He mean, did. You know, Bukaki. I mean, that dude smoked. Oh, come on, man. He, after Bukaki won that fight, he lost three in a row. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't been the same. So, clearly, you know, Mr. Michaelitis, who, I, you know, is, he has multiple spellings of his last name. The Spartan is done. He's done. I'm selling all stock. Buy stock on Fakhrtinov. When is uh, when <laughs> when's Bukaki getting back in there? Uh, <laughs> that's probably what I want to know. Isn't He's he? done, dude. Did he, he like mess. break his leg the last time he was in there? <laughs> yeah. Do I have the right guy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He got, okay. Yeah. Khalil Roundtree like side kicked him in the knee and his shit exploded. <laughs> he hasn't exactly <laughs> had an easy run in there she, either. That's that's all she wrote for him, dude. I mean, Jimmy Crute. Uh, Ole Chuck, which we, we have talked about, who that guy's kind of a savage. Who split the season loss. Sam Alvey. And Khalil Roundtree, who just throws nukes the whole time. So, I mean, that's not exactly an easy paper route there. Let's, no. uh, we got the final fight, the first fight of the night, but the final fight we are going this to is talk the about here. This is it. Aaron Blanchfield. I mean, and, and you now the, the, the MMA gods and the books have now caught up. Um, what is soon to be the flyweight champion of the world, Aaron Blanchfield. She's fighting J.J. Aldrich, who is Ty, one of Ty's favorite fighters of all time. Cash that money line bet just a couple weeks ago. Plus 350, J.J. Aldrich. So it, they are trying to put her out the pasture here. Yeah. Against Aaron Blanchfield, whose ground game is fucking disgusting. Let me just say that, first of all. Aaron Blanchfield has just ran through some of these opponents. I mean, she smoked Miranda Maverick. Smoked Sarah Alpar, uh, you know, yeah, wins against uh, Brogan Walker. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. She only losses to Tracy Cortez, split decision a couple years ago. Listen, Brogan Walker at one point was a top prospect. She she's, beat Miranda Maverick. She's on the Ultimate Fighter right now. Oh, Christ. She lost to Pro Gonzalez. That in itself is a sin. Jesus. So, I mean, Aaron Blanchfield's only loss, I thought, you know, she could have won. And then Victor, whatever, when she lost to Tracy Cortez. She almost lost to Kay Hansen back in the day. That was that would have been rough. She would have, if, the, if I would have seen an L to Kay Hansen, I would have been like, "Listen, we're not, we're not, we're not doing this." But she beat her. She beat Whitney Piles in her debut. I think that Whitney Piles chick has fought a couple people. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't beaten anybody. But um, <laughs> no surprise. She uh, knocked out Victoria Leonardo. Then again, who hasn't? Uh, but no, I think Bl- I mean, dude, she she made Miranda Maverick look like. Like a, a rookie out there, it was, it was so crazy to see. Uh, I mean, JJ Aldridge, she's gonna take she's gonna take JJ Aldridge down very easily. 
I think um, – I mean, maybe J.J. steals around. I, I would not be surprised, but, you know, this is a chick who lost to Sabina Mazzo. So you got to remember that. Inside the distance is plus 260. That's probably my bet of the night. Wow, Blanchfield ITD? Blanchfield gets uh, her first uh, – I believe her first UFC finish. It's going oh, to be man. tonight or tomorrow. Uh, tonight by the time you people listen to it. Or, or if you're a booze bag, you're going to listen to it tonight while you're <laughs> sipping on some fucking alcoholic bevs. Yeah, give me Blanchfield inside the distance. Blanchfield, uh, part of the parlay, if that's what you like to play around with. Because I could very much see her just kind of controlling her and winning the 15 minutes. But Blanchfield's going to win this fight. Give it, to, give it up. And that is UFC Fight Night, probably 52, 53, uh, 56. Holy shit, dude. Vegas 56, I believe. Oh, my God. I mean, there's so many of them by now. Uh, yeah, that, so that's that. Uh, Mr. Nick was supposed to fight on this car, but he withdrew against Alonzo Benefield. Thank God. So that's how the Ukrainian Conor McGregor got in here. <laughs> Damon Jackson was also supposed to fight Derek Minner, but Derek Minner received a concussion. So Yeah, I bet he did. Yeah, I mean, you know, preparing for a fight, he probably got hit with a sledgehammer by somebody in training. I'm just really looking forward to seeing what the uh, Ukrainian Conor McGregor looks like. I, that That is something that I'm very much excited about. This guy looks like a guy who you would cast in, a, in one of the, uh, like, Taken 4 or something like yeah. that, who, who's involved in, in the, uh, you know, what is it? Well, I don't even know what it's called, fucking... Uh, what were they doing in that, dude? Whatever. Just Kidnapping? trafficking women, I guess. Human yeah, that's, yeah, human trafficking. That, that's what I was looking for. Trafficking. What a bad, what an ugly word that is, trafficking. But that, that's what I was looking for there. And that is UFC Vegas 56. We had to get a human trafficking reference in here at the end of this podcast. So quickly before we get out of here, though, we got some boxing. We do. We do. We, we, uh, I don't know which fight happens first. There's like three. I think that maybe this one. It's a, it's a matchroom boxing to zone broadcast. Kenichi Ogawa. He uh, the fuck. He's yeah. He's <laughs> he's at 130. He uh, went to a draw with Tevin Farmer at one time. He is 26 and one. He is plus one. Hold on. What is it? 130. He's an underdog against a Joe Cordina. It is in Joe Cordina's backyard of Cardiff, Wales, which gives me a lot of pause. But he's he's the better fighter. Kenichi Ogawa, I mean, um, this dude, Cordina, honestly, he hasn't really fought many people. He had a late start to boxing. Ogawa's just a little older, but I, yeah, plus money. That's a that's a nice catch. I'm going to take him. I might get fucked over with some Welsh judges, but, you know, so fucking be it. Um, plus 134, 145 here. Plus, there you go. Kenichi Ogawa, plus 135. I think he already, I think he has the belt, so he's defending anyway, so, I mean, uh, hopefully the judges aren't on some bullshit, but I think he wins. <clears throat> we also have in, I think, Minneapolis on uh, Showtime, Stephen Fulton from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, defending his 122 World Super Bantamweight titles. Little guys. Danny Roman. Little guys, definitely. But they're, they like to, they like to go, man. They like to fight. Danny Roman, the babyface assassin, is coming off a win against Ricardo Espinosa. He had a close fight with this guy, you're, you'll be a fan of this dude, Mirodan Akhmadaliev. Holy shit! He is from Uzbekistan. He is like ten and zero, but he's monster at one twenty two. He would probably be next for Stephen Fulton. That's who Fulton said he wants after this fight. 
He fought Brandon Figueroa in a very close, one of the best fights of 2011, 20, 2011, 2021. Um, this is going to be a really good fight, really good action fight. So if you're not doing anything Saturday night, showtime, pop that bitch on. should be uh, probably like 11 o'clock. Um, but 9 o'clock, ESPN, Devin Haney, George Cambosos, the dream against, uh, I don't know what's the nickname, uh, Ferocious, I think Cambosos' nickname is. Uh, who do you got? I'm going Devin Haney, but that, that's just because oh. the odds will tell me minus 170 is a is a nice number to get a favorite here in boxing. But I don't really, I, I to be honest, I mean I've watched a little bit of both of these guys, but I don't I don't know much other than watching George Cambosos put the wood to Tiafimo Lopez. He did wood him, and then and then Tiafimo, uh, you know, complained robbery. Yeah, which, I mean, honestly wasn't a fan of Tiafimo even when he was beating Lomachenko. I mean, I'm a big Lomachenko guy, and it just, I don't like the, the dad being involved, any of that. Never liked uh, yeah. LeVar Ball either when he was getting involved <laughs> in all that shit. So yeah. I'm just not a big, I guess, dad guy being involved in the You're all, a dad all, guy? Come on, dude. I mean, I, I have a dad. Guy. I love my dad, but I'm just saying, like, I, I just you don't like. Yeah, I just don't like when they're involved in the uh, build up to these fights or, or anything. What about involving. Devin Haney's dad? Uh, he's kind of involved in the build up. Is he? Oh boy! At a different level because he wasn't. He so he trains Devin Haney. Obviously, Bill Haney. His name is. He trains him all the time. He wasn't uh, allowed to travel with him. And there's a picture of Devin Haney leaving the airport and they were hugging each other. It's pretty pretty terrible, like sad. Um, but now they're saying Devin Haney's father will get there on Saturday just like hours before the fight starts and he will be in his corner. Why so wasn't he going to be allowed to go? Something about visa issues. I don't know. I don't understand. Where's Devin Haney from? Uh, I want to say Ohio. Where's this fight then? Oh, it's in uh, Australia. Oh, of course. It's in Cambosa's backyard. Uh, he's from San Francisco. Oh, so this thing might be fixed. Well, no. Well, yeah. Well, no. But so the judges are, I believe, let's see. All three of them are from different. None of them are from. Hold on, let's see. Hungary. Hold on, hold on. We got a Hungarian. Listen, mate, which, we're, we're going to need you to fix the fight here. All right. We have a we have a Hungarian, we have a, a Polish fella, and we have a Canadian. Okay, so, so we're we're all over the, the globe. Is, the, and the ref is from Panama. Okay, all right. So That's give me perfect. Devin Haney then. Devin Haney. Devin Haney decisions. I think like plus one ten. It's trending in the opposite direction. It looks like it looks like it opened around like two minus two fifty, two seventy, something like that. Yeah. And now they're saying it's gonna on the Boxing Pro Odds uh, website. They're saying it's probably gonna close around minus one sixty. So interesting, interesting movement here. Also, on the co-main of that fight is actually on the co-main. I'm sorry, the Stephen Fulton fight. There is a fellow by the name of David Morrell. Who's six and zero at one hundred and sixty-eight? He could be a Canelo or David Benavidez opponent in the future. He's only six and zero, but that's because he has a lot of uh, amateur fights. Minus eighteen hundred. Um, yeah, he's a stud. On the undercard of the of the Cambos is Devin Haney. You have the Maloney brothers. They are both oh, fighting. Oh God! Full of full of Maloney, Baloney, Baloney, Maloney. Yeah, that Andrew one of the Jason. Maloneys fucked me over the last time I bet them. I believe I think they have the same record, which is kind of weird. Yeah, the um, one got cooked, dude. He was like a minus one thousand favorite. He got fucking smoked. That was an- I, th- I think that was Andrew. He lost to Joshua Franco uh, twice, actually. Actually, almost three times. Almost. Wait, hold on. Oh no, he wasn't that big. Of a f- I'm sorry. He was. It, it was a more closer to earth. I guess I wouldn't have bet it if he was. Jason Maloney lost to Naya Inouye, who's one of the best in the world. He's fighting this weekend. Yeah, he's fighting Tuesday. No, he's fighting Tuesday. That was what? <laughs> 
<laughs> Naya Inouye is fighting Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The fuck, uh, I don't know. I don't know why he's fighting Nonito Donero for a second time. That's going to be a, a war if you're up. <laughs> uh, I'll wake up for that. I'll try to set your I'll set my alarm. I'll try to give you a call. Hey, man, um, wake me up. Tuesday, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not doing anything on Tuesday morning. So um, there's a bunch of money baloney going on in the undercard of this, but it should be a, a really good fight for uh, – I got Devin Haney. I think he's going to win a close, a close fight, though. Sounds like it's going to be a close fight. That's from what I was reading online. It just uh, – Lots of uh, people just, uh, you know, usually with boxing, you have, like, there's a consensus. Like, this past weekend was like, Tank's going to kill this guy. Uh, it, it is what it is. But this fight, it's kind of like people are like, Cambosis is like, a, you know, a live dog. And, you know, he, he, he's shown uh, promise in this fight and that fight. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, what are we actually doing here? What's, what, what am I betting? That's what I, that's what I want to know. Tell me at the end of the article, the fuck should I bet? And uh, I really don't know. But now I'm going with Devin Haney. Made the decision. Fade Cambosis. We don't like Mr. Cambosis. Get out of here. See ya. And that's pretty much it for the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Shoulder Strikes MMA boxing podcast now. Uh, here yeah. towards the end. Bo- boxing segments have made a live uh, comeback. We gotta see some shoulder strikes in boxing. We gotta see that. We, dude, we need a couple fucking just right up against the ropes. Let them know, dude. Let them fucking know. Hey, if McGregor gets back in there, you'll see him. Who? Never heard of her. Uh, he's uh, did you see John Dodson had signed with B, uh, BKFC? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't watch BKFC. I mean, I know you're a huge fan because you saw a couple <laughs> live events uh, of the old uh, BKFC and Blueface getting beat up in the eye. You know. Yeah. No, hey, he, he won that fight. Blue face, baby. Yeah, all right. I'm everybody's fantasy. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Bellator signed that Mansoor guy. I don't know if you know, you know that dude is. Who? Mansoor Barnawai. Bar- uh, I've heard kick- of him. The M1 kickboxing said whatever the fuck. He was like 19 and 4. He's only 29. Um, how many, lost, how many MMA fights? He, wait, he has a ni- 19 and 4. 19 and 4. He, um, yeah, I think he was a former kickboxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he lost to Kevin Lee, Islam Makachev. He has a couple, like, these on the regional scene. So, uh, Belter signed him. UFC signed Emily Dakote, Dakote, the Invicta okay. champ. Uh, Patty Pimblett. Uh, Fighting Jordan Levitt. Dillish- him and TJ Dillashaw are exchanging words. Yes. That's- that's happening, I T. guess. TJ Dillashaw should just shut the fuck up, eh, if I'm being T. honest. TJ Dillashaw's bored, man. He must just be bored. Um, Yusik and Joshua rematch probably going to be going down in Saudi Arabia for uh, uh, of course whatever fucking reason money, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, that's I think pretty much it. Ryan Hall some tours ACL, tears ACL, um, good. Um, come on, man, come on. I said I hope he's I hope he gets I hope he's good. I uh, I didn't yeah. hear the first part there. I just heard uh, I just heard I, I just heard good. And then you just kept it going, uh, man. That's kind of fucked up. President Zelensky and Conor McGregor are beefing. Yes, that is a thing. Uh, Conor McGregor's dad has now responded. He said, fight your war and keep my son's name out of your fucking mouth. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. The Papa fu- McGregor fires back. All right, Tony. Let's go, dude. I mean, this guy's saying, go fight a war and shut the fuck up, dude. These McGregors really know how to get after it. Did you see the video of McGregor getting his feet rubbed? 
today on Twitter, dude, he just put up, he posted a video. This guy's in like Monaco or whatever, just fucking gay getting his feet rubbed by some lady. Not, he's man. on the phone. He's just talking shit. I'm just like, what are we doing here? He's like, I love how he's like trolling people. Like, go into the yacht gym now. And he's like, people are just like, you, you know, you're gonna get fucking smoked. This uh, beef started with Conor McGregor when he when he <laughs> called Vladimir Putin one of the greatest leaders of our time. Oh boy. Yeah, he big um, big Putin guy. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess he likes Russia. I don't know. Very confused. But Mr. Zelensky did not like that. So Tony McGregor had to put him in his place. <laughs> well, we could hey, Zelensky could get in there and, and we could uh, do this the, the old fashioned way. Tony McGregor and uh President Zelensky for for the title of Ukrainian president or something. I don't know what we could put on the line, um, but we could put something on the line. McGregor's yacht. Nukes. Yeah. I'm going to put me fucking yacht on the line. Me pops is going to win. McGregor's son for control of Kiev. There you go. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. Right. Uh, enough's enough, dude. Uh, yep. And shout out to everyone out there listening. We appreciate you for sitting here for the, the end. Uh, send us some questions for next week. We will do some uh, questions at the end if uh, if I if we get any. We only get a few, and I, a lot of them are just like, what do you think uh, the Nate Diaz is going to do? I'm like, all right, you know. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, we all know Nate Diaz is What do you fight think anyone. of John McCarthy saying Nick Diaz would give Usman problems? Well, no, like, this is what I didn't understand, though, with that. Like, because people were like, I, I get what, like, he's saying. Like, yeah, like, the fight's going to probably happen. Like, if he stands with him, he'll land a couple of shots and then get taken down. Like, that's kind of how I look. Like, I didn't view it as, like, Nate, Nick Diaz is going to smoke him. Like, I, I guess he said he's going to get lit up on the feet. Like, I mean. I don't even think that would happen, though. He's He's, like, cooked. I think he would land. I think it would go exactly like how he said. Like, it would just kind of be like he would just get taken down the whole fight. It's the same yeah. thing if McGregor fought him, in my mind. It's just he's not going to. He says he's going to stand with these people, but he's not going to. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you? And why would you listen to this podcast? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, thank you for joining us. This has been the Hot Take Hotbox Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. We'll be back next week with a breakdown of this card. A preview of next week's card, which is headlined by is next week's a pay per view, correct? Yes, it is. We oh, have a wow. break in boxing, so we have a pay per view to offset that. Um, Prohaska and Teixeira, right? Coming live from Singapore. It's actually, I think, normal time uh, for us. I believe nine. Yeah, it started. Uh, prelims start at six thirty, which is perfect. Um, I think there's twelve fights. Uh, the prelims are a little rough, but. We're getting there. Yeah, the the whole card looks a, a little rough, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, the main card, I think, is going to be good. So there's that. <laughs> yep, uh, and, you know, Shevchenko defended their title line. against an intriguing, you know, we're running it back with Whaley and Joanna. Uh, yeah, Manel but Cop other than that, it, you know, but yeah, Manel Cop getting in there. But other than that, it starts, yeah, you're right. Gets a little slow there. Brendan Allen getting right. in there against Jacob Malkoon. So we'll see what wow. that looks like. going to smoke him. Hopefully. Uh, Falaho. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll find the 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 bets here. We'll find the money to be made, ladies and gentlemen. That's our job. Definitely. Just, the, Joshua Coolabelle is definitely a team fade. Yeah, we, we you know, there's gonna be a lot. You know, usually the good thing about these cards traveling overseas is that a lot of bums fight in these cards. So <laughs> we will get we will get in there and we will make some money. But thank you for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the fights. Go Selecki. Go UFC. Go Birds.